let's talk about sex. Well, as you know, Gina, this past weekend, um, or last week, I spent a lot of time driving because I was actually oh. near your, your area of the world. So it was two days of driving back and forth, and... So I listened to the radio, you know, satellite radio is an awesome, awesome thing, which Sexy Marriage Radio needs to be on uh, Sirius XM. Sirius, okay. Maybe, maybe we can make that happen. So if you work for Sirius XM, please contact us at feedback <laughs> at sexymarriageradio.com. And so I'm listening to just different stations and different things, and a commercial comes on about um, this place you can go if you're a male and you have low testosterone or trouble with an erection or whatever whatever but the example they used was this couple that had been dating a couple of months and already then started having problems with their intimacy level wow and so they go seek out help and I'm just sitting there thinking, and I know Sexy Marriage Radio with what we do in our show, Gina, is swimming against the current. We're counterculture. But man, I still come back to married sex is the absolute best sex out there. Yep, we think so. And so I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm getting kind of upset because it's like, okay, sex, I guess, is just a little more flippant in a lot of society rather than the sacredness that I hold it. And I think you hold it. And I think a lot of our listeners hold it Mm -hmm. is, is it really does hold a place of honor and, and it needs to be cherished. And maybe when we don't hold it so dear, that's when we have problems that it's just something we do. I don't know. There, there's no shortage of factors contributing to problems. But welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio, where we want to help you overcome any problems in your sex life, in your marriage. And we do think that married sex is the best sex. So welcome to the show. And so I'm thinking one of the things we could do today with this episode is we've, we had an emailer a while back that was saying, hey, this is a little off topic because you, I don't know if you've done this or not, but what would be some good music that would help set the mood? Mm-hmm. And also, you know, we, I think we've done a show of ways to totally ruin the mood. And so, you know, of mistakes that you can make, you know, men can make mm-hmm. and women can make. So go, go look on the archives at sexymarriageradio.com and you'll find that. But there are countless ways to create a mood and there's probably countless ways to ruin a mood. So I'm thinking let's do some sort of a show. I like the way you put it earlier when we were doing some prep on do this and don't do that. <laughs> do this, not that like eat this, not that. Haven't you seen those books? No, I haven't. Is there, oh, they're I, a phenomenon. Am I totally out of it. Okay. I guess yeah. I am totally out of it. So do this, not that. But okay. music is so, uh, it's like art, you know, it's so subjective. It, what it, one person loves, <laughs> someone else won't like it, at all. So it, it helps it if you and your really mate. It really is know. subjective. I mean, because there, there is a, and, and again, this goes back to having a clearer picture of, I think, what you're wanting during mm-hmm. during the encounter with your spouse. Because sometimes you do want just the sex. You know, it's it's just primal, hardcore release kind of a thing. 
And then sometimes you want a little more delicate or slower or intimate or something. I mean, am I wrong? Mm -hmm. No, I think that's probably true, especially I mean, for guys. <laughs> They're probably primal more often than women. Okay, so what are women then? What are, what are women looking for a majority of the time? They want to feel valued and present. So I think a lot of times um, sex is frustrating to a woman when her husband's not even present. Okay. So the, a lot of times music helps set a tone to slow down or connect or it might trigger memories that mean something or lyrics that mean something. So that's probably um, meaningful to some women. Mm -hmm. We do live in a culture, though, that's trying to really sort of masculinize women, <laughs> I think, and castrate men a little bit. I mean, the whole androgynous thing. Right. You, so you see women now feel like they have to be so aggressive and right. and given the notion that they're just like men given the opportunity. But I, I think that's a fallacy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're not wired the same as men. Typically, wired, they're wired a little bit more to be responsive rather than be the aggressor. Usually. Yeah. And, and there's exceptions always. Even even in a woman that's one of the most passive, responsive w woman there is, she can still have moments of pure aggression. Sure. So it, it does go across the board. But to me, what comes to mind, anytime I think of music, when it comes to having sex, you know, one of the first ones that comes to mind is a little Marvin Gaye. That's, that, that just kind of, I mean, come on, I let's get it well, on. Who doesn't? Anything from Motown. <laughs> the whole Motown collection. That's a good one. That is a good one. But what's so funny, because I was, I was doing some little uh, searching before we started this show, and I came across this site that actually has fifth, the top 50, or 50 greatest seduction songs. And I'm just, it's, it's intriguing to me, because... You get this from Nine Inch Nails. This song made me want to throw up and totally removed any desire I had yeah, whatsoever. So, yeah, this Just one, so you know. <laughs> this one was repulsive to Gina. Gosh. And it's, and it's pretty rough. It's pretty primal. Okay. But then, that's, that's number 20 on the list. But then you just go to number 19. <laughs> Baby, I need your loving. A little four tops going on here. <laughs> See, that would make me smile enough I'd take my clothes off to that one. <laughs> so, Paul, if you're listening. Yeah, but we all know how Turn Paul that on. <laughs> and Gina is yours. Because if you're new to Sexy Marriage Radio, realize that Gina and I are not married to each other. <laughs> and my spouse, unlike Corey's spouse, will not listen to Sexy Marriage Radio. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking about the different spouses, for, for mine, it's, it's a little enigma. Brings back good memories. It's got a good rhythm to it. I mean, that, that seems... Because if you think about the whole idea of, of having sex and using music as an enhancer of the time or to help set the mood set the tone you know there's certain ones that yeah they bring back good memories they they have good 
things associated with it because they're kind of it's a good beat it's a good you know it's smooth it's seductive it's sexual you know there's there's lots of different things because some people will want heavy metal right you know because it's a little more rough or a little raw some people want the old classics some of the oldies so it, it really is kind of whatever fits who you are is is what you need to figure out how you incorporate it the one thing that's that's been cool about pandora and some of those things that are out there is you mm -hmm. can start to create a station and over time you can kind of train it to here's the songs I want, here's the songs I don't want. And Gina's recommendation of going ahead and paying the $4 a month yes. or whatever is a good thing. Because in my experience, we've had times of before Pandora with just we'd turn on a local the station radio. and have a nice yeah. song going on. It's, you know, the whole time's just really kind of unfolding well. And then all of a sudden, it's building season at Home Depot, and now it's, act now, and you can exactly <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like always the Home Depot. Wait, what, what? What is that? Yeah, I love Pandora for making stations, but before that, I thought one of the most romantic things that Paul ever did for me was create a uh, playlist because he's not very naturally romantic. He's, okay. Uh, and so he put together a list of songs that were just beautiful love songs that had lyrics that expressed what he'd like to say that were just just beautiful. And so that was so thoughtful and romantic. And those those were just great songs that he hand chose. So that's a cool to, thing too. just make a folder in your iTunes, I guess. Yeah. And that's something you could do. I mean, how that that's a great way to isolate and escalate things referring to a prior show that that you could you can send your spouse a, a playlist you know you could you could secretly put it on their phone and then send them a text later in the day and just say hey for your drive home or hey during lunch and, and it's nothing that's overtly sexual it's just more of a deeper connection between you because it's kind of a modeling of i know i know you and here's some oh, of that's a sweet idea. And, I mean, I think or that could I'll be a send cool thing. sometimes a music video. There's a song by Shania Twain. I'm trying to think because I always say the guy in the video looks like her. Oh, it's the one about where they've been married forever. What is that song? I can't even think of it. Oh, you're still the one. You're still the oh. one. It doesn't seem like that sexy of a song, but the music video is very sexy, and I love it. So I would. I sometimes send that to Paul because the guy in the video does look like him. I love it. Okay. So, so the that, videos. That's are good music. Too. So, what's some other things to to do? Do this, not this. When we talk, we move beyond just the environment because music can really help enhance it. I don't know. Yeah. If it necessarily can create, you know, manufacture something that's not there. Yeah. It's it's more along the lines of enhancing something that's already unfolding. So. Yeah, so I think men are so compartmentalized um, that the mistake is to forget to connect. So that's why we harp on that all the time on this show. You know, take time for the meaningful kiss early in the day. Uh, when you come home, take a moment and ask yourself, am I fully present? Am I engaged? Even just for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. um, because one of you probably really wants the other one's attention and right. non-sexual attention right. so that you can feel connected. So to kill the mood would be just to be totally absent or or short. 
um, condescending. One of my girlfriends was saying in a ladies' night that I had, you know, things that we wish our husbands knew. And she said that if you're if you're being condescending and short with me, you for, can forget about me feeling aroused. Right. And so I think guys forget that they'll do things that kind of just take a deposits out of our love tank, kind of our love bank. And so if you're doing that, it's hard for us to open up and feel this overflowing uh, responsiveness. So anything you're doing all the time to confidently make deposits in your wife's love tank, those mm -hmm. are so the kisses, the attention, the... Um, Things that if she sees you playing with the children, sometimes that's very comforting and arousing to a wife. Mm -hmm. You know, the way she sees you connecting with people that matter to her. Mm -hmm. um, the way that you treat her when you go out to in public. Right. And in the times that you are short as a husband or even as a wife, when you recognize it and come yeah. back and make amends, you know, just at least... Hey, right. you know, I was not in a good place earlier, and I, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, exactly. That can go a long way. <clears throat> yeah. Because it, it doesn't mean we have to do it right all the time, because we're not going to. We have times right. when we're just perturbed because something else is going on, and it has nothing to do with the spouse or family, and you just are short. That That's just, I've had times where I go through these three-day funks of just, I'm annoyed at everything. And it's, <laughs> and it's nothing particular. It's just kind of, God, what is up, you know? And... So if you recognize that and it, and it mm -hmm. can demonstrate, yeah, I'm taking care of me better and I'm learning how to better handle this or that. And I'm sorry that you got the fallout of that one. You know, that's totally on me. That can go a long way. That can go a long way. Um, there are certain foods, I think, that you will eat, foods and stuff you drink. Mm -hmm. They'll make you more or less sure. attractive. Sure. Make you smell better or smell worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we don't want to make love to beer and bratwurst. Yeah. Just sometimes. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> and there's also uh, the one thing that comes to my mind of a a not this. And yeah. This, this I'm going to come straight at you, fellas. Mm -hmm. Is so you've laid the foundation for some sex that night. You know, I'm a, I'm going to take this the stance that you both are working or you both are apart from each other throughout the day. So connecting you're kind of setting the mood you're pursuing her you're kind of setting it all up the night's unfolding the kids are in bed you're you're getting to where you're winding it down you're heading back towards the bedroom and you are doing the hovering mood just waiting until <laughs> she sends a signal you know or you know i i've had that where that was my default move sorry babe that that was it and i sucked <laughs> at that i realized it so it's one of those that, all right, I'm just kind of waiting until she comes and join me. Sometimes it's, no, you need to go get her. Sometimes you need to just be doing other things and then, hey, I'm heading to bed, come join me. Or she's heading to bed, go join her. Or, you know, so it's not this whole, I'm just waiting to pounce. It's more, I'm going to force the force it a little bit. I'm going to step up a little bit to make something happen rather than wait amicably to see what happens yeah or sometimes you're just on two different pages yeah it so, doesn't, doesn't mean it happens yeah so be you know paul used to just kind of kiss me goodnight i'm gonna go take a shower <laughs> so to me that meant i'm done with the day 
So I learned to say, um, are you telling me or inviting me? And then he'd stop in his right. tracks and say, oh, hey, I'm going to take a shower. You know, I'm inviting you. Because yeah. otherwise, like I said, I know my husband, he's very focused on it's just always doing something, going, going, going. So um, that helps to know where if you're yeah. wanting to connect. Yeah, and that's just the speaking up because we had that happen similar in in my relationship with we both had gone back to the to the bedroom to start getting ready for the next day. And so my wife's getting ready with all the stuff that she, she was going to work out in the morning. And so I'm on the bed with the iPad just catching up on something, you know, Twitter. See, or, that drives me crazy. So keep going. And what she, happens? And, well, and she didn't see me doing something she thought i was just laying there waiting for her <laughs> you know and she's oh. so she just uh, you know without even looking back she's like it feels like you hovering are you waiting for something and i'm like well i'd love for you to come join me in the bed but i'm not hovering i'm re i'm catching up on emails you know or you know so it was just kind of like oh she kind of read it wrong because she didn't actually see what i it so it's just this whole all right just clear the air and that's that idea that we come back to a lot is Lots of times, just clear the air. You have a hunch, a feeling, a tension, something. Voice it, because that will yeah, that will lessen funny. it right away. It will. It will help because I I've gotten where those laptops aren't in the bedroom because it was annoying to yeah. me. It was the opposite of hovering. To me, yeah. it's checking out. It's so that's funny. Yeah, and I can mm. understand that, but for for us, it's it's one of those. One of the things we've been doing lately is I've gotten my wife hooked on Castle <laughs> and all the mm -hmm. old episodes I can find online. And so we can just take the iPad back and watch an episode of Castle on the nights where we just want to unwind together. So Oh, it, that's true. If we're watching something, we'll right, bring it so in. Right, so it's a little movie or a little show we can watch before you know reading and heading to bed. But it's just it's we have our old patterns that we can right. default back to. right. And so those, even like we just said earlier in the show of old songs that can kind of trigger memories. Well, the negative, the reverse of that is true as well. Old patterns can trigger, hey, wait, it feels like, oh, no, that's not. And, and that's one of the best ways to break it is. It is. Just voice it and just say, okay, are you, in, are you telling me or are you inviting me? I mean, that's yeah. a great line. And, and we've also incorporated, I love the, the line you used a long, long time ago that I've now adopted as my own is, you know, something happens and I'm like, are you coming on to me? And it breaks <laughs> yeah. the mood, it breaks the tension or it breaks the whatever. And it's like, okay, exactly. let's keep it light. And that's a great way to, it doesn't mean sex occurs with that line. It just, it breaks the mood though. Yeah, and that's a line to use when something completely unsexy happens for those who didn't hear that. Like, you know, that's true. <laughs> Darn it, the toilet's overflowing. Are you hey, coming are on you to coming me? On me? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a good thing. That's good. And, so here's another. Uh, here's another. Not this. Oh, uh huh. Okay. And, and we've, on a not this role. And we've talked on this before, but it's it's the just uh, spend the whole day cluttering up your room as much as possible i was just gonna mention the bedroom and okay. then invite your spouse to join you for a night of passionate love making in that room with your bills all over your paperwork your laundry well that way you could toy. check out you know if, if you if one of you is not into it you could just pay bills while the other is going out <laughs> 
<laughs> TV blaring, news, late night news. I don't know how anyone can make love after the late night news. Yeah, and I can't. I haven't watched the late night news in six years. Gosh, I'm telling you. Yeah, so that is actually a big one. That used to be one of our cues, in fact, if one because our bedroom, our house wasn't very big when our kids were little, and um, so if one of us made the bedroom really beautiful while the other one was showering, you know, you come out of the shower like, hey, I guess we have plans. Yeah, so. <laughs> and that's a that's a good do. This is it is a good before do. your wife heads back to the room or before your husband heads back to the room. Go back, light some candles, turn mm -hmm. on some soft music close the door so it kind of changes the whole environment where you're entering into something that's different than what you've been experiencing in the evening and that that right there can be a oh, that's a nice little relief from from the day yeah let's see what happens next kind of a thing you create create an era of in anticipation mm, yeah that's nice i know if the door if i glance at the bedroom door and it's locked i'm like oh okay <laughs> She's got something in mind. <laughs> yep. And that, so, I mean, there's lots of different things, and I guess it really boils down to tailoring these things to fit you and, and your environment. Because this is also, I mean, our whole conversation for this show, Gina, has assumed nighttime sex. Yeah, really. I mean, there are couples that they prefer morning sex. There's couples that prefer, you know, prefer... During the day, they got times where you can come home for lunch and. That's me. There's hey, a, there's... do you have time for some afternoon delight? Speaking <laughs> of cheesy songs. Yeah, there is a good one. <laughs> Skyrockets in flight. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's true. I think part of the key to doing this and not doing that is to be intentional and not passive. It. Sometimes if we get the feeling that you're going to put the least effort possible forward in connecting, that's just not arousing or romantic or meaningful. Remember, romance is any action that says you matter to me. Right. So take the time to put effort into uh, getting what you want and, and bringing pleasure and receiving pleasure. Uh, put a little effort into it. Yeah, I, like, go a long I way. like the term intentionality. Yeah, and, it, and when you can do that, knowing I may not get it, you know, that I may strike out, I could, I could get shot down. Okay, but I have some intentionality to me because in the long haul, that will, that will win out better than this. Ah, uh, well, it didn't happen, so it probably will never happen. Yeah, Which, exactly. Isn't that, isn't that interesting how we do that as people sometimes? That, oh well. She shot me down with that, so well, I guess I can never do that again. <laughs> All you guys who are waiting for your wife to initiate or waiting because she shot you down, don't. Just be be positive. Expect a better outcome. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, there's lots of ways to set up the mood. Mm -hmm. There's lots of ways to ruin the mood, but I would also even say, even when you ruin the mood, that doesn't mean the whole experience is ruined. You can, yeah, you can recover. recover from it. You, know, you can have times where it, you know, the, to the example earlier, you got a, you got good music playing, and then the Home Depot commercial comes on, and one of you loses it, you know, and it's just kind of because your mind, you know, the mind's the most sexual organ we have. Yeah. And so it could disengage. 
And it does. Even the best experiences have times where your mind just is, you're not in sync and you disengage. Right. The faster you recognize it and the more willing you are to speak up about it, the more likely you can create another alliance and, and get back into it. Because you were already there once. So that's all right. Keep working. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe you'd have to just back up a little bit. Yeah. You know, move yeah. move back to some more kissing and and some time talking. Yeah. As opposed to just being naked, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, or running the script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's and that's the idea of just being more in tune with your own presence and your spouse's presence. And the more you are in tune with that, that's when you have the better follow connection times. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what married sex to me is that's the greatest times when it comes to sex in marriage is the times when you're, you're in sync and you're not following a script you're just kind of letting things unfold. You're you're kind of you're in you're in the lead for a little while, then she's in the lead for a little while, and then you're back in the lead for a little while, and it and it's just fluid. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good time. That's you, you know, if you make a challenge to yourself to grow in all your the ways that you love each other, or the ways that you express love towards your mate, erotically, sensually, naturally. You'll grow. Exactly. So it's good. And it's and it's a process because as you get better and are rocking along in the other areas of your life, exactly. sex comes along with it. And the reverse is also true. You could use sex as a chance to get better and rocking along in sex, and your your life is gonna come along with it. Right. Well, if you've enjoyed this, sexymarriageradio.com, we'd love to know. So hop on iTunes, mm -hmm. give us a five star review if you would. Give us some comments. Jump on the, the website. Give us some comments or send us an email if you got something mm -hmm. on your mind. Well, wherever you are and whoever, whenever you get a chance to be with the one you love, I hope it rocks. Uh, have a great time, everybody.